What's going on, everybody? My name is Christian Gujanov, and I want to welcome you to Peak Performance Principles. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about the principles in order to achieve and sustain peak performance. So if you want to get better, if you want to improve your performance, you're in the right place. Let's get started. So today, we are going to be talking about self-awareness. And this is such an important topic, no matter what your performance is, if you're an athlete, if you're a business owner, if you're in sales, if you're a teacher, a student, a parent, whatever you're doing, you have to have self-awareness. It's also one of the most difficult things to really kind of um, define and also really to kind of measure and improve upon. It's one of those principles that you know we, we need to first kind of talk about a definition of it. And then a way that we can really measure how we're doing with it, right? So that's the point of this episode is kind of giving you a definition of what self-awareness is. And then I'm going to share with you a really cool story that some of you may have heard this story. It's a pretty popular story, but I'm going to share with you a story that has to do with it. And then we're going to talk about ways that we can measure and improve self-awareness as well as utilize self-awareness as we deploy it to be able to increase performance in whatever you're doing, right? So there was an article that was uh, written in the Harvard Business Review, and it had a great, great point about essentially what awareness is. And uh, they kind of did a bunch of research on it, and they kind of looked at all the research. And over the last 50 years, there's been a bunch of different ver- definitions of self-awareness. So some of them talked about how it's 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 an ability to monitor our inner world, whereas others label it a temporary state of self-consciousness. So there's been kind of a few different definitions. Those are some of the more popular ones. But for the sake of this podcast, we're going to talk about the self-awareness in two different ways. The first is going to be internal self-awareness and then external self-awareness. So when we talk about internal self-awareness, this represents how clearly you can see your own values, your passions, your aspirations, how you fit in the community and in your environment Um, These are thoughts, feelings, behaviors, strengths and weaknesses, and essentially how those things, how you view that those things can impact those around you. Now, external self-awareness is how other people view you. So in terms of 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 the factors that we talked about in external, same thing, right? So the aspirations, values, passions, strengths, weaknesses, how do others view you? So internal is how you see yourself. External is how other people view you. So within self-awareness, there's these two kind of types, right? So there's the self, there's the inner internal one, and then the external one. Now, within each of these types of self-awareness, it's incredibly important to, to start to figure out a way to notice when you are self-aware and also when you're not self-aware. So there's a great story that was uh, written by Valerie Cox. It's called The Cookie Thief. So I wanted to share this story with you and kind of then go into some of the ways that we can measure and and utilize self-awareness to increase our performance. So again, the story is called The Cookie Thief. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and read this here for you. So it says, a woman was waiting at an airport one night with several long hours before her flight. She hunted for a book in the airport shops, bought a bag of cookies, and found a place to drop. 
She was engrossed in her book, but happened to see that the man sitting beside her, as bold as could be, grabbed a cookie or two from the bag in between, which she tried to ignore to avoid a scene. So she munched the cookies and watched the clock, as the gutsy cookie thief diminished her stock. She was getting more irritated as the minutes ticked by, thinking if I wasn't so nice, I would blacken his eye. With each cookie she took, he took one too. When only one was left, she wondered what he would do. With a smile on his face and a nervous laugh, he took the last cookie and broke it in half. He offered her half as he ate the other. She snatched it from him and thought, oh, brother, this guy, some nerve, and he's also rude. Why he didn't even show any gratitude. She never had known when she had been so galled and sighed with relief when her flight was called. She gathered her belongings and headed to the gate, refusing to look back at the thieving ingrate. She boarded the plane and sank in her seat, and then she sought her book, which was almost complete. As she reached in her baggage, she gasped with surprise. There was her bag of cookies in front of her eyes. If mine are here, she moaned in despair, the others were his, and he tried to share. Too late to apologize, she realized with grief that she was the rude one, the ingrate, the thief. I just love this story. It's such it, it's it just hits on so many awesome levels and just the I guess the inability, the in inability to be self-aware here where you know this 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 woman was thinking that this guy's stealing her cookies, but in reality she was stealing his cookies. And I think it just shows like it's just a great funny example of how sometimes our internal self-awareness we think that like we're right, they're wrong, and we and we go heavy on our internal awareness, and we forget that there's this external awareness too, where you know the, the guy that's looking at her shares this cookie and he smiles and he's like, you know, here have the half, and then that moment where she realizes, oh, those weren't my cookies. That, that moment where and, and that moment is just so funny to think about. It happens to us all, but just the ability to be self-aware is so critical in, just in society but even more when you're a performer the ability to not just internally just to how, how you see things but also how others see things right so if you're on a team you know exactly what i'm talking about right especially if you're a captain if you're a leader on, on, on a sales team if you're you know a leader in anything you you know what i'm talking about in the internal you might think man this makes so much sense this is great this is a great new you know this is a great new incentive or you know, this is a great new program for our team. And then externally, people are looking at you and like, oh, this guy just wants money. Like this guy's just doing it for, for, uh, to, to look good or whatever it is. Right. So it's really important to consider both of those internal and external self-awareness. And in this article as well, in that I mentioned earlier in the, in the Harvard business review, uh, the author, she shares a way to be able to ask ourselves and, and how to increase our self-awareness that I thought was just so, so helpful. And I wanted to share this with you. Now, a lot of times when, when we talk about self-awareness, we kind of think about why questions. Like, why do I do this? Why does this happen? Why do I feel like this? And in order to use self-awareness for increasing performance, I'm going to have you switch that why question and start asking what questions. In this article, she says, what questions help us stay more objective, 
future-focused, and empowered to act on new insights. So I think that's a really good point because the what questions are are future-focused. They help you find actions, right? So instead of saying, why does this happen to me? You can ask, what can I do about this? Why do I feel like this? What can I do to feel different, right? So changing the why to the what question is incredibly powerful. And at the end of the day, these what questions instead of why questions can can help you figure out more knowledge about yourself instead of just how you're feeling about things, right? Why questions are great to help you kind of feel. What questions are great to help you take some action. So as we close, I wanted to give you an exercise that you can do. And this is an exercise that I do with all of the clients that we have here at Mental Strength Performance. And it's something that is incredibly important to be able to measure your self-awareness, right? So the way that this goes is you you can look at whatever you kind of want to measure, right? If you want to measure your leadership, if you want to, whatever trait you want to measure as a part of your self-awareness, you you can choose whatever you want to measure, right? And the first thing that you do is you give yourself a rating from zero to 10. Zero being you are not good at this, 10 being this is the best thing that you could do, right? So you can choose a few of these things just to warm yourself up, right? So you can choose, you know, communication, you can choose, um, you know, how organized you are or how motivated you are, right? And just kind of give your just to warm yourself up to kind of give yourself kind of a rating here. So choose about five of these kind of traits that you think are valuable, whatever position you're in, like five things that you think are really important. And give yourself a rating zero to 10, just to warm yourself up. And then once you've done that, kind of put that away. And I want you to start asking some some questions here for yourself. And one of the most important things you can do when you're asking yourself these questions is to avoid judging these, yourself in this question, right? So it's not good or bad. Try to avoid the negative, positive kind of impact of this. And again, when you ask yourself these questions, it's incredibly important to not judge yourself against someone else, right? We're talking about self-awareness, you, not about what others are thinking, right? This is, or comparing yourself to others, right? Like we're not talking about that. We're talking about you. Uh, This is essentially helping you to figure out how you can be your best self, how you can be the best version of yourself. And and this is such an important exercise in self-awareness. So what you do is you think about this 10 out of 10 version of you, right? So that's what we're going to go for. And to get there, I want you to think about a time that you performed at your best. This Now, this can be just maybe one game. This could be one pitch. This could be, you know, a week, a quarter, whatever it is, right? Whatever you want to think about, it can be as much or as little time as you want. But think about a time that you performed at your best. And I want you to give yourself a rating. Zero being not great. 10 being the best that you think you could be. Now, not comparing yourself to, you know, the Michael Jordans or the Tom Brady's of the world, but just comparing yourself to you, right? So zero to 10. Now, again, the important thing here is not to compare yourself to anyone, but just think about you from, so 10 being, this is the best that I think I ever could be. And this is zero being, this is the worst I think I could be. Give yourself a rating of the highest that you've been, right? So for a lot of athletes I work with, a lot of them will say like the best I've ever been is like a seven or an eight somewhere around there is usually what the what the answer is right so so you think about seven or an eight right and now that gives you a baseline of helping you see okay if that was a seven or an eight whatever you said or even higher lower whatever you said right now think about what does a 10 look like what does a 10 
version of myself look like? What is that person doing? How is that person talking? What is that person, what does he look like? What, what, what are they doing? Figure out specifics, right? Get specific. So if you're right now, if the best you've ever been is at a seven, what does a 10 look like? You know, if, if you're, if you're in, if you're a business owner, right? If you, if you feel like as a business owner, the best you've ever done is a seven, what does a 10 look like? What are you doing? What's your business look like? You know, if you're an athlete, right? If you, if you feel like the best you've ever been is a, is an, is a seven or an eight, right? What does a 10 look? What, what does that player look like? What, what does their pregame routine look like? What, what does their practice look like? What does that person look like at practice? What does that person look like right before the game? What does that person look like in the game during pressure situations? You get as specific as you can and, and think about what does that 10 out of 10 person look like? And think about, okay, this is the best. So the best I've ever been is here. This is what a 10 out of 10 looks like. And then rate yourself where you're at right now. So as of today, where are you on that scale? Do you feel like you're, you're at the best? Are you currently in that, that best streak? Or are you kind of lower? Right, so I work with a lot of athletes that are coming back from injury, and a lot of times they're lower. The best I've ever been is an eight. Right now, I feel like I'm at a five. Right, so so you figure out where are you at right now, and if you're lower than what your best was, then think about what do you need to do. And again, remember the what question, not why. What do you need to do to get to that? peak that you've ever been, the best that you've ever been, seven or eight, whatever it is, right? If you're at a five right now, what do you need to do to get to a seven? What's the gap from where you are to your best, right? So figure out what's the gap? What do you need to do? What is that seven doing? Or what was I doing when I was at a seven that I'm not doing now as a five? And then same thing, right? If you're currently at your peak, right? If you're, if you ask yourself like right now, like I feel like I'm, I'm playing the best I've ever played, like I'm at my best and that's a seven whatever number you chose, right? Ask yourself, what's the gap between where I'm at right now and my best version of myself? So from a seven to a 10, what's the gap? What's the difference? What's 10 out of 10 me doing that seven out of 10 me isn't doing? What's 10 out of 10 doing that I'm not doing right now? Ask yourself, what is the gap? What's the difference between 10 out of 10 and me? And what this does is it gives you these practical action steps that are kind of more bigger things, I'd assume, right? So that, that might be like, well, they're taking practice more seriously or, you know, their, their nutrition's better or they're, you know, they're leading more. They're more vocal on, on the court or on the field, right? They're, they're, you're going to get some things there that you're going to be able to kind of flex that mental muscle a little bit and be able to kind of develop some of these self-awareness practical steps that you can do. So again, that question, what is 10 out of 10 me doing that I'm currently not doing? And what that's going to do is give you these daily action steps. Now you can work toward this. And again, from previous episodes, right? This, this self-awareness applies to all of the four peak principles that we talked about the, or the four pillars of peak performance, right? It applies to all the physical, the mental, the technical, and the tactical. This self-awareness applies to all of those. You can use it for to increase all of those, right? If you feel like tactically, maybe you're, you don't know the playbook as well, right? 10 out of 10, you knows the playbook really well. 7 out of 10, you doesn't know it that well, right? So maybe that's how you improve your performance. Whatever you choose, right? That's, that's what you want to focus on. And ask yourself, what is that person, what is 10 out of 10 me doing that 7 out of 10 me isn't doing? And then the last thing 
that I wanted to share with with self-awareness in this exercise. And I want to challenge you to ask yourself these questions, right? To figure out, you know, where are you at on that scale zero to 10 and kind of give yourself a way to kind of measure your measure this, right? This is a great exercise in self-awareness because it's also helping you see and create some goals for yourself short-term and long-term. And the last thing I wanted to mention with this is you have to make sure, and it's so critical that you make sure that you're being realistic with yourself as well, that you're practicing some self, some internal self-awareness here. So some of you that are listening to this, right, you might be in high school trying to play college ball. You might try to play college sports or you're trying to just get into school, right? Whatever you're doing, if you're a business owner, right, you might be trying to grow your business. It's important to look at that 10 out of 10 version of yourself and and not necessarily look at the best that the highest level that that is available right so for some of you being realistic and saying hey i'm self aware like i know that my my best right now is a d1 college program or a d2 college program or a d3 college program or if you're a business owner you know my best would be to to have you know to have one shop or to have one online store and be able to do, you know, X amount of dollars a month of gross income, right? So it's important to kind of think about that internal self-awareness and not to say like, you know, I'm a professional athlete. I can do this. I, I, I'm a professional athlete by next week, you know, or my business is, you know, that 10 out of 10 me, I'm going to get there in a month and I'm going to make a billion dollars every month, right? Like you want to be a little bit more realistic with this. And the important caveat with this, and I, I, I don't want this to sound kind of contradicting because it, it may at first, but I want you to think about it too. So what you want to do is you want to avoid this, you know, I'm going to be a professional athlete in, in a week or I'm going to be like, I can play professional sports. And I want you to avoid that kind of feeling of, you know, it's obviously good to set your sights high, right? You want to set your sights, to, you want to set good positive goals that you can reach. Now, the important thing to remember with this and this is kind of the caveat to it is your 10 out of 10 can change. It almost should change, right? So for a lot of you, you might realize, okay, right now with my ability to look at myself and my internal self-awareness, I'm at a seven. This is what a 10 looks like. And you start working and you start working and you start working. And then you're like, man, I'm getting close to this 10. Like I'm really getting close to this 10. I'm doing all these things, right? And then you, and then you realize that that 10 moved, right? Like you now are able to be more self-aware and now you can see, you know what? Like I am better, but like there's even more things I could improve on, right? There's even more things I could work on. And then now you're like, you know what? I'm kind of like all considering all this stuff, you know, I'm, I'm kind of doing an eight on that scale. So I need to, I need to improve my game this way. So this isn't like if you're doing this today, this isn't the final result, you guys. This isn't the final thing that you're going to do, right? This isn't the one time that you're going to do this exercise. It morphs and it changes and it improves and adjusts. This is an exercise that I would recommend doing every couple of months, maybe every two to three months. Kind of look at this and ask yourself, what's a 10 out of 10 me doing? Kind of reassess. Because you might be at a seven now and you start grinding for three months and you really make some, make some headway and you realize, man, like I've done all the things that I thought a 10 out of 10 me did, but now you have all this new knowledge, you have all this new ability, you have all this new information and now it's like, well, okay, like I can be better than this. Like I already, I did it. Now let's get better, 
right? So you always want to make sure that you are focusing on that. So make sure that you realize that this isn't just the final time you do this. And this is an exercise that you should be doing every couple of months. So I want to thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. Self-awareness is such a critical principle in order to achieve peak performance. And I hope that this information was helpful. Um, Again, if you have any questions or if there's anything that you would like us to talk about, if there's any principles that you feel like would be helpful, or if you just want to connect with us on social media, I'm going to post all the show notes on there, all the research that we talked about today and the story that we talked about today are going to be posted on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mental Strength Performance. So go check us out there. Go like us and follow us there. We'll share some of the show notes and the research there. So thank you again for being here. This has been Peak Performance Principles, and we'll see you in the next episode.